Ha <laughs> ha! We made it. Lifespring 100. Hey, hey, this is Brother Love. Hey, what's up? I'm Toby Mack. Craig Patchett. Jimmy Bratcher. Michael Francis. David Guyon. Zadrina Thorpe. Leo Laporte. Steve Gibson. Victor Cahill. Comedian Bob Smiley. Tara Lee Cobble. Rob Coslow. Adam Curry. Rick Wesowitz here from ICM Raw. Crystal Lewis. John from the Tantastic Podcast. Michael Gohagan. Brian Duncan here. Steve Webb's personal friend of mine. Mark Lowry, and you're listening to my good friend Steve Webb right here on the Life Spring Podcast. Hey, Steve, it's Carmen Tyler. I want to tell you congratulations on your 100th podcast with Life Spring. That is so awesome. I also just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Lord and creating a Christian podcast. It's really, really awesome, and it blesses me. And I know it blesses thousands and thousands of other people all over the world. So just Thanks. Hey, Steve, Ed Roberts from the Looking Out the Window podcast and the Kansas City Weather podcast. Man, can you believe it? 100 episodes. Wow. Congratulations, brother. (laughs) And you know, as crazy as it seems to have done 100 podcasts of LifeSpring, it's even crazier to think that I've listened to probably all of those. Congratulations once again, and we look forward to the next 100 as eagerly as the first. Hey, Steve, this is Matt Foxtrot. I just want to say congratulations on 100 episodes, and I'm looking forward to the next. Keep it coming. You're listening to my man, Steve Webb, on, that's a great name for a podcast, man, on LifeSpring Podcast. Hitting you between the years with the message of hope. Hello and welcome to Calvary Temple Assembly of God in Riverside, California. We want to tell you about the one who loves you unconditionally and who gave his life for you, Jesus Christ. show number one. Here you'll find music, conversations, and reasons to believe. I'm your host, Steve Webb. Hitting you right between the years with the message of hope, Love and good news. This is LifeSpring, and I'm Steve Webb, your host. Here at LifeSpring, we want to tell you about the one who loves you unconditionally and who gave his life for you, Jesus Christ. Here you'll find music, conversation, and reasons. This was on the DSC in December 2004. Daily Source Code. Hey, Adam. Thanks for this brand new avenue of communication we all call podcasting. Yeah, man. And thanks, everybody, for listening. (laughs) I'm out of (laughs) here. Thanks, everybody. The Lord says, everybody, give me a boy. Oh, man, perfect. I'm telling you, I love religious podcasters, broadcasters of all sorts. I, I get a kick out of it. And sometimes I actually get a real positive boost. You know, I love people who are just positive and up and have got energy. Uh, it works. It really does work. And then, let me just do that again. Everybody, can you give me a Boeing? Hold on. Here we go. Everybody for listening. I'm out of here. Everybody. <laughs> Excellent. Lima, Sierra. 78. Kevin crew prepare for immediate departure. Quiet on the set. Quiet, people. In three, roll tape. Two, rolling. One. <laughs> well, that was the longest intro in history, but you know, I just wanted to share that with you. All those different people that have uh, been on the show. From our studio. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And now, now your host. <laughs> 
All right. So anyway, all those people that have been on the show, and that was just a part of them. I had so much fun today looking through the archives and and listening to old stuff and, uh, you know, taking a walk down memory lane. Uh, We're not going to spend a whole lot of time doing that today, but I just wanted to sort of give you an overview of, of where we've come from and where we've been and where we're going. We'll be talking about that in just a little bit. But, uh, hey, that was fun. Man, I got to tell you, in the last 100 episodes, there have been over 30 guests. We've, uh, let's see, had over 100 artists that we've played on the show. So that's like one, if you average it out, one brand new artist every show. And, uh, oh, man, let me just uh, real quickly, you know, take a 10,000-foot view of what's gone on. In the last 100 shows of the LifeSpring podcast. Now, of course, it started November 13th, 2004. You know, if I could just put my teeth in so I could talk straight today, we'd be just fine. Uh, the most recent popular shows recently, Kathy Brixey, number one, uh, number 85. <laughs> Come on, Steve, get it together here. I'm just so excited about sharing all the, the fun things with you. All right, Kathy Brixey was episode number 85. Faith Personified. That was the most popular recent show since we've gone over to Pod Show. Another really, really popular show was To Ink or Not to Ink, where I talked about um, tattooing. That was number 71. And then, of course, the show on the old earth or young earth of apes and dinos. That was show number 86. Well, let's see. Since uh, we started the show back in November of 2004, let's see. Uh, in December, we interviewed Steve O'Brien. Now, that's the guy who uh, you heard, uh, well, actually, most recently was the uh, uh, Israel-Lebanon-Hezbollah episode a couple of, a couple of shows ago. My brother-in-law, Steve O'Brien, interviewed him for the first time. He's a chaplain in the United States Air Force Reserves, and I talked to him just before Christmas in 2004 to talk just a little bit about um, how um, people that are in the armed forces feel around Christmas time. Talked to another friend of mine by the name of Al Davis, who was uh, a chaplain, the head chaplain at uh, California uh, State uh, Prison for Men in Chino. First time I talked to Stephen and Timothy on the show was January 2005. In February 19, 2005, we were in the article about podcasting that was on the very front page of the New York Times, February 19, 2005. And then just a couple of months later, April 19th, the local paper here in Riverside, the Press Enterprise, a great big full full uh, page, well, not full page, but uh, above the fold, a great big picture of me and everything on the front page um, about uh, the LifeSpring podcast here in Riverside. Uh, let's see. I, in how oh, this was fun. On May 3rd, 2005, we uh, attempted a um, an experiment, a Skype, a live Skype call experiment. Uh, we started uh, recording at about 7 o'clock in the evening here in California, which was a big mistake because most of the world is asleep at that time. But uh, a couple of people called in and we took Skype calls and uh, uh, that was that was fun. So that was uh, early on in podcasting, just an experiment. And then let's see, we've talked to Susan Gray, Rob Coslow, Greg Laurie when we helped Harvest Ministries uh, podcast their big crusade here in Anaheim in 2005. And let's, oh, one of the, the most popular shows 
was the interview with a former mafia boss, Michael Francis. Those were shows number 37 and, well, let's see. Actually, when I was first doing these, they, they, I wasn't numbering the episodes, but July 4th, 2005, and then July 11th, 2005, was when I did the Michael Francis uh, interviews. Those were really good. Bob Smiley, comedian. And then in August of 2005, I went on a vacation, went to Hawaii, went to Maui. And I did a podcast from there where I sat in with a, uh, a group of Hawaiian musicians and recorded just a jam session they were having. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Talked to Brian Duncan. Talked to Jimmy Bratcher. Talked to Adrena Thorpe. Started the In Touch podcast on November 17, 2005. I did a, a marriage miniseries. Started that on show number 60, wrapped that up on show number 65. Let's see, this last year, uh, show number 64, I, I did just a fun Christmas show, Christmas music show, and that's what really started the music show idea. And let's see, on January 17th of this year is when we announced the pod show deal. We did the first Ask Steve question on January 24th. That was episode number 70. The music show started on January 28th, 2005. Show number 77 was kind of a fun one. I did this little piece here. Let me play this for you. 24 seconds. Got a gun! Got a gun! Yes, there's guns and deadly nerve gas. Twenty-four seconds, the show that will keep you on the edge of your seat as our hero desperately tries to stop the terrorists from destroying the world before the final deadly... <laughs> yeah, so, you know, if you're a, a fan of the TV show 24, that's what that was all about. I just had some fun with that. I was uh, really into 24 at the time. Let's see, show number 80. The Sunday show debuted, Life Spring Sunday. That was March 27th of this year. April 21st, 2000, let's see, Hymn Stories debuted. And then after that, we interviewed the author of the books from which I'm getting the material for Hymn Stories, Rob Morgan. And then the week after that, we interviewed George Beverly Shea, 97 years old, has been singing with the Billy Graham Crusade since the very beginning. So uh, that's a, a 10,000-foot overview of what's been going on in the last 100 episodes. You know what I would suggest? Go back through the archives. Go to LifespringPodcast.com. Click on the All Shows feed because the uh, the original feed that you see there on that page doesn't go back all the way to the beginning of the LifeSpring Podcast, but the All Shows feed does. Browse through there. There are some great shows back through there, and that's one of the kind of cool things about the LifeSpring show is it's not overall not a current events type show. It's based on you know, things of the faith and, and uh, topical things that, that last. And so you can listen to those old shows and uh, kind of laugh at maybe some of the, the sound quality and uh, maybe some of the... <laughs> of course, I'm not that much better now as far as being a podcaster, but I, I like to think I've progressed just a little bit. <laughs> but listen to the old shows and uh, it, it's, it's fun. I, at least I had fun today, like I said. Well, speaking of 24 and speaking of sound effects, and uh, as you know, the Earthlink ad challenge has been going on, and you know that I made a, 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 a couple of submissions, and I don't think that I've played this one for you. 
I played uh, the submission that I recorded, but uh, take a listen to this one. Is your computer a hacker magnet? It won't be anymore because Earthlink is here to save the day. With downloads faster than a speeding bullet and firewall that is more powerful than a locomotive. It has an antivirus system that cleanses your PC with the click of a mouse. It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Earthlink! Perfect internet from outer space that linked to Earth with powers and abilities far greater than those of normal high speed and prices so low that it will blow you out of this world. So make the right decision and turn to Earthlink as your internet provider. All right, well, that was my son, Tim. Now, check this out. Tim wrote that entire commercial himself. I, of course, engineered it for him. And uh, Leanne and I did the background voices, of course. But that was all his own idea. Now, get this. His spot that you just heard and the one that I played for you last week were an endorsement thing that I did. Both of those have made the finals for the Earthlink Ad Challenge. So we're pretty excited about that. That was That's really fun. So as long as we're doing uh, uh, sound effects and commercials, we might as well throw this one in, too, just for old time's sake. Go. 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 Daddy. Hi. GoDaddy's the source for domain names, you know. Web hosting and some fantastic tools for maximizing your internet presence, me bucko. Steve Webb has been a customer of GoDaddy for years, he has. And he's not made them walk the plank yet. And here be some good advice to ye. Use one of the Lifespring discount codes when you buy from GoDaddy. For instance, when you buy more than 30 doubloons, uh, dollars, for GoDaddy services, enter code LS2 and save five dollars. For all the codes, sail on by their show notes website at lifespringpodcast.com. Steve will be thanking you for the support. As always, yes, I do thank you for the support. You guys have been buying the GoDaddy products, and I really can't tell you how much I appreciate that. I get reports, and of course, I don't know who it is, but I just see the numbers, and and you're buying the product, and I really, really, really thank you. Um, can I ask you to do one more thing? You know, I don't normally do this, but this is kind of a special show. This is show number 100 and we're kind of looking back and, um, I, I so much appreciate the comments that, that you guys sent to me and, and I played a couple of them, uh, Ed Roberts and Carmen Tyler and, um, there's some others as well. And I just really want to thank all of you guys for, for your comments and for your emails. I really appreciate it. Now, while, again, while I'm asking for things, would you mind please Again, I, maybe I should. Yeah, I will. I've already brought it up. Go on over to Podcast Alley and uh, throw a vote the LifeSpring way. I would really appreciate it. It's just kind of a, uh, a pat on the back to old Steve here for <laughs> for doing 100 shows. <laughs> uh, I, I really feel uncomfortable asking to do things. But if you would, uh, I'd appreciate it. Just uh, You can go to the LifeSpring show notes page, LifeSpringPodcast.com. Click on the LifeSpring show in the right-hand column. You'll scroll down in the in the sidebar on the right, and you'll see a link for voting. And if you do that, that would be very, very cool. Now, looking ahead, looking ahead. Okay, so there's the original LifeSpring podcast. Then there's In Touch with God's Character. And then there's the Weekend Music Show. And then there's Hymn Stories. And finally, there's LifeSpring Sunday. Well, soon there's going to be a video podcast added to the family. I've got almost all the tools gathered. 
I've been talking to Callie Lewis from Geek Brief TV and Neil, her husband, about some of the things that I, I need in order to get it going. And I've uh, taken their advice and I'm doing some things to get a video podcast going. Now, I'm not going to, um, until it launches, I'm not going to tell you exactly what it's about. All I can do is ask you to just stay tuned and then every once in a while check out the website at lifespringpodcast.com and those of you that are subscribed will automatically get the first new show when it comes out. But uh, that's looking ahead. Now, in addition to that, there are two more additions to the, sh- to the Lifespring Podcast family that are in the works. Yes, it's true. There are going to be two more shows and um, that will be a total of eight shows. <laughs> No, but here's the thing. I will not be hosting those two shows. The lovely Lady Leanne will be hosting a show, and so will my brother-in-law, Steve O'Brien, will be hosting another. Uh, Actually, you know what? If you were, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, Not industrious. If you were, um, I can't think of the word right now, but if you're clever, if you go to Pod Show Plus, if you search for the right thing, you will have a hint as to what Steve O'Brien's show is going to be. I left it silence there for a second for you to think about what you might have to do when you go to, to uh, Pod Show Plus. But uh, go over there and see if you can find out what it is. And the first person that emails me with the name of uh, Steve O'Brien's show, uh, let's see, what will I do? I don't know. I'll, I'll think of something. I'll, I'll send you something to the first person that emails me the, sh- the name of Steve O'Brien's show, and you'll be able to tell at Pod Show Plus. So there will be very soon eight podcasts in the LifeSpring podcast family. Is that crazy or what? All right. Well, you know what? What we're going to do right now is a couple of weeks ago, I um, recorded an interview with Jeremy Yoder. And because of the way things kind of worked out, it wasn't until today that I was able to play the interview. But that's okay, because actually the timing is absolutely perfect. Jeremy has a new CD coming out that we'll be talking about in the interview. But uh, this guy, Jeremy Yoder, is another one that has been with the LifeSpring podcast since very early on. Uh, I started playing Jeremy back in, I think, December or January of 2005. And he's been uh, just a real supporter of podcasting. And it was a real pleasure to finally get together uh, over the telephone, Skype actually, to record this interview. Now, I have to apologize up front for the quality of the, this, this, uh, the, the sound quality of the interview. Normally when I record Skype, I record my side and you get a, a real good recording. And then I have obviously the guest on, on the Skype side. Well, Something happened to the recording on my side. So all you're going to hear is the pure Skype recording on both sides. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to you my very good friend, Jeremy Yoder. I really want to thank you, Jeremy, for taking some time here to talk to me. Hey, you've got a new project coming out. Tell me about it. Yes, the CD Vertical will be out August 8th um, in uh, Christian bookstores around the nation. Um, working with IBB Records, uh, which is owned and operated by Kent Bottenfield, who is a pitcher for the Cardinals. Oh, really? And um, he is a uh, he's a baseball player turned uh, Christian recording artist, and uh, he decided to start a label, and I'm the first person on his label. And that's exciting. It is. It's very exciting. So the Lord has really been moving in some of those ways. Uh, 
putting me in places that I, I couldn't be myself, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, really, good. really excited about it and uh, excited about uh, some of the response that we've had already um, to the music. Well, I know I've heard one of the cuts from the CD. So now, is is that one song getting uh, radio play now, or, or what's what's the story? The, the new song that hopefully you'll be hearing real soon is called Evidence. I want to scream this loud and clear I know that you, you are so
it hits um, it hits actually radio this Friday. It's uh, it's being publicized nationwide. So uh, anybody who uh, can listen to radio or um, CHR stations out there, go ahead and request that at your local station. And mm-hmm. it's called Evidence by Jeremy Yoder. And uh, so uh, yeah, I think you'll I think you'll like it. It's a little more on the on the rock side, I guess you could say. Cool, cool. Now, being with a label, do you still own all the rights to your music? I know a lot of times, you know, once you go with a label, you sign over some of those rights. So you do. Um, that seems to be the trend. Um, that when you uh, when you one of the conditions of being on the label is that they then own your property. Um, the really cool thing with Kent and I that we've worked out through IBB uh, is that I own all my intellectual property rights. I own all the copyrights. Um, it's mine. Awesome. Uh, they have. Uh, we just. What a you know. What's a blessing to work with with other believers who are really in it for the mission. Yeah. Uh, to reach people for Christ and to to edify the church. And um, so you know, um, we're really creative in the way we're working this. <laughs> I guess you could say. Uh-huh. Uh And uh, we are uh, we're definitely looking forward to the time when we can uh, sit back and say, Wow, let's do this again. You know, and it was uh, it was a good deal because we see that coming and we see the Lord starting to work and. Um, now it's just about uh, you know getting the the word out there and about the new CD and allowing people to uh, to to get a taste of it and and hopefully they'll like it. Awesome. So this CD was a lot different in terms of production than your first one was. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, we um I, I, we spent we spent three months in the studio to do the CD uh, in two different studios here in Indianapolis and. Um, it uh I spent a lot of time myself on just reworking the songs in some ways, um, rewording some songs that I've written. I kinda went through back through my notebooks, if you will, and uh, uh took some of the good stuff and uh mixed it with some of the new stuff and uh made some made some things right there on the fly and and then we also used a couple of the of the songs from the old C D, um song called uh um, not in vain is on mm-hmm. the on the CD.
the simple and plain. Our works for God are never in vain. We change this world one life at a time. You'll see the fruits if you abide in the vine. Don't get weary. Try to understand it's his footprints that are pressed in the sand. He first chose you, carries you through. The visions you have is what he told you to do. See, you're his hands and feet. The only Jesus they'll ever see. Believe. Great song. Oh, thanks, thanks. A song called Daily is on the new CD, also both um, re-recorded, and then the song called Core, um, which is now just an acoustic kind of a six-eight swing kind of feel, which is a little different. Um, All right. So we did so we did some um, spent a lot of time. We had some great studio musicians come in to uh, to put their feel on the project. Um, uh, Dan Clark, who was a uh, John Mellencamp's drummer actually came through and, huh. and played for us one day, and wow. um, so we, we just had some great people that came in to be a part of this, and uh, so uh, yeah, again, really excited about it. That's great because I, I know your your first CD, you played all the instruments, and they were you had somebody what was it in South America that did the mixing for you? <laughs> is that what it was? Yes, that is, that is correct. I uh, actually they did have a couple guys um, play bass. One guy played bass on it. Uh, on a couple of the tracks, and uh, another guy played one or two electric guitar parts on it. Um, and uh, yeah, that was uh, Pamela Clark in um, Panama, Central America. Right. Okay. Um, and we did it all over the internet, which was just a <laughs> fun thing. It was a great thing. It was a great stepping stone. It was a great tool that God used to get me, um, you know, the ear of of some people uh, for this project. So you yes. know, you know how God does it. <laughs> He does it in, in the most surprising ways. <laughs> That's true, yes. <laughs> so now, in, in, uh, with this new project, and tell me again the name of the project, the CD? It's called Vertical. So with Vertical, you had all these other ideas and these other uh, creative people. Uh, was that uh, more freeing for you, or was it difficult to kind of uh, integrate other people's ideas in what kind of was germinated in your own mind and heart? Well, basically, the way we, uh, we approached it is that... Um, my producer was was way loose with me. He he didn't push me in any specific direction because I I'd been you know har- harboring this these ideas in my mind for probably about ten years about what I wanted to do if I ever did a a major full length album. Um, so everything that was in me just kind of came spilling out <laughs> as far as wow. direction and and where we were going with it. So when we actually got into the studio with the other musicians. We had the framework, we had the acoustic tracks, we had a major direction already. So all the guys really did was add their two cents and say, what if, what if we did the bass kind of like this? Or what if we played the drums this way? And um, like there's a song on, on the new CD called Jonah Road that 
the drums just made the song. I mean, it was a it was an okay song when we came to the table with it. Uh-huh. Man, he did this really crazy little backbeat thing that just totally makes the song and really hooky now. And um, it, you know, so it was one of those things where they just added these little elements that that made the CD breathe and made a made it come alive. You know, more yeah. than I could do by myself. That's a real benefit of bringing some talented, creative people in. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, and it made me want to want to collaborate more like that with other musicians, and uh, and so that's been really interesting. Usually, I'm I'm just the acoustic guy by myself with my uh, one man band toys, if you will. Well, that's but, one of the things I talked about on my uh, my show over the weekend was that you've yeah. got all these electronic gadgets that you bring along with you. So tell me a little bit about that. I I, t- yeah. <laughs> I talked to the listeners a little bit about your background. It's Amish, right? Yes, my um, my mother actually grew up Amish. I grew up Mennonite. Mennonite, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, but uh, obviously have all the Amish background and relatives that are very okay. near and dear to my heart. Um, but um, being around it uh, my whole life, you know, there wasn't. A whole lot of technology in my household at all. Um, right, and and so how did you transfer from that <laughs> to where you're at today? Because now not only are you a musician with all this, and we'll talk talk about that in a second, but now are you still the uh, the graphics guy and the uh, the PowerPoint guy and all that stuff at your church? Yeah, actually, I'm I'm the deacon of technology at my church too. A- excellent. That's <laughs> I don't have that official title, but that's pretty much what what my function is at my church. So, yeah, right on. Right on. <laughs> yes. So tell me, how did you make that transition from the background well, you had to this real tech guy? Yeah, well, I went to college was the first step, really. Um, I, uh, I I got out of out of high school, and a lot of times it, with Mennonite and in, 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 um, Amish backgrounds, they kind of stop around eighth or ninth grade. Um, I was fortunate enough to go all the way through high school and get my GED and and graduate, and then uh, not really GED, but you know, I got my diploma from high school, and then went on to college and really got interested in the music field and started to study music and then study technology at the same at the same time. Um, but when I left college, um, I was really seeking for God because at that point I was pretty messed up and really where I was, who I was, and if I was if I knew God, if I didn't know God and uh, and that's around the time when I uh, truly put my faith in Christ. And then from that point on, man, God just put me in so many different situations to really show me where I am to be in this world, you know, where where my place is. And, well, if, uh, you, if you don't mind my asking, what yeah. brought you to that crisis in faith? You know, it was, um, I was, I was working a, a menial job for a, an uncle of mine, actually, uh, putting in PVC fence, <laughs> digging post holes all day okay. long. Uh-huh. Um, so I was really, I was, I was drained physically. I was drained mentally. I was, I was really drained spiritually also because I was having this, uh, um, this constant fight of man, who am I and and why am I am I doing all these things? I've gone to college and here I am digging these post holes and I was really thinking about making a music career, but didn't have any money to record anything and and, and all this stuff. And I was on a park bench in in Michigan and. Uh, I just I was playing my guitar one night at like 12 o'clock and I was so drained and I just said Lord God if I don't know you today if I've you know not really put my faith in you I want to know you and that was kind of tongue in cheek because I'd grown up in the church you know I knew about God right. but the truth was the truth was I really did not follow Christ 
I had a lot of head knowledge, but my heart was far from him. You know, okay. I, I, I'd pray and I would do all these things. I would it, it looked like I was a good guy, but you know, I I had um, I had other things that that were in my life that were inappropriate as a Christian. Mm-hmm. And after doing that that one tiny prayer by myself, and I started reading the Bible, and God just really started changing my mind on some things. I really started to read Romans voraciously, and mm-hmm. and he started changing my heart in so many ways, so much so that my parents literally said, who are you? <laughs> why, right? why are you talking about all these things? All I wanted to do was talk about the Word of God. And they they looked at me like I was just a strange creature from another planet, <laughs> which was fine because I, that's who I wanted, that's who I knew I needed to be. And um, yeah. so at that point... Um, I just really just became enthralled with the knowledge of knowing him and being close to him and things in my life that were inappropriate started to drop off. And um, I didn't do the things that I used to do. And so my friends started to leave me also. And, and that was fine. I, I was I was good with it. And about that time was when I realized I needed to just kind of move out of the area and get, okay. my, get my heart right. Let's stop for just a second and back up yeah. about 10 seconds. And because this is something that I've talked about on the show before, you said that um, as you got closer, things that were inappropriate began to drop off. Yes. All right. Talk to me about that. Was that something that you made a conscious decision? I, no, no, no. I I can't do that anymore. I don't want to do it. Uh, it it's it's a hard decision, but I'm going to force myself to turn away. Or was it something that the the desire for those things just kind of fell away, and you didn't you didn't have any interest in those anymore? You know, I had tried my hardest to have those things drop away for years. Um, you know, things that, um, that would just not go away or they, uh, through my own will would drop off for a while. Um, but they always seem to come back even stronger than what they were before. Um, and what I found was that as I gave those things over to the Lord, he began to just, um, just train, change my heart. You know, those things aren't the things I desired any longer. I desired him and if I desired him, then why in the world would I wanna would I would I want a cookie when I could have a whole big old piece of cake? You uh, know? <laughs> exactly. You know, why would I wanna settle for things that had this temporary fulfillment fulfillment when I could have the King of Kings fulfill me on a on a on a second by second basis? Exactly. And um it it was it was it was great. I you know, I I was listening to a message this week and um the pastor was talking about how um, the uh, the Galatians were in a society where they saw so much fornication going on around them all the time, and you know the bathhouses were full of were, were full of it. Um, even to be a tradesman, you had to be in a guild or um, you know a part of their organization. And part of that, being a part of that organization, their meetings and stuff were filled with with. Uh, with blatant sexuality and stuff like that. And these are business meetings, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow. So when Paul's talking to the Galatians saying, you know, I am crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives within me. These guys are going, wow, I get that. Because if I'm crucified with Christ, I don't want to be a part of those things. That means I'm leaving a whole lot, but it's worth it to follow after Christ. And he begins to change your heart and your mind so that, those things that you once did before are, are no longer of importance or even valid in your life. Right. And that's the key is that he does change our mind and our heart. See, a lot of my listeners, Jeremy, are 
people that are kind of you know curious about the God thing. Um, a lot of the listeners are are not Christians, not? and the the main reason for this show is to help people get some answers on what this whole you know Jesus and God thing is all about. Yeah, and yeah. A lot of people, as they're thinking about, you know, the decision whether or not to become a believer is, well, I don't know if I want to give those things up. I really like doing some of those things that you're not supposed to do, in quotes, as, yeah. a, as a Christian. And my thing is that he changes our heart. He changes our desires. He makes our desires to conform with what is the will for us in his in his plan. And it's it's not right. a big sacrifice when you're... <laughs> Right. When you're when you're following him, when you desire to have that relationship with him, it's not a sacrifice. It's just something. Oh, well, that over there doesn't interest me anymore. Yeah, exactly. He because Romans twelve says, "Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind." You right. know, so that you that you can test and approve what God's will is for your life. And I think that's what it really comes down to when when you make a decision to say, "Okay, um, God of the universe, God of creation." I I want to do what you want me to do because if you've really created me for a specific purpose and a sp- do a specific thing on this earth and 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 um, you have a will for me, then wow, it's got to be good. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> it's, it's got to be incredible. And I keep messing this thing up. I, I keep I keep turning my mind in different ways, and I keep coming to this thing. And this <laughs> comes takes me to a song on my on my CD, and it's called Free. And the first lyrics are, um, I've circled round the mountain, now I'm back again. My feet are kind of sore and my skin has caused me problems again. And that was me. That was my life. I kept coming back to the same stuff and the same junk. And yeah. because I had a sense of morality because I kind of grew up in church and I, and I knew about that stuff. Yeah. But I couldn't stop it. And I, I really liked it. You know, I yeah. liked yeah. those things. So what God did is when I just said finally, okay, I give up. I give up, God. I give up. Mm-hmm. Here I am. I want you to change me because I want to do what you want me to do. Right. Then, boom! He gave me a new, a new will, a, a new wanting, a, a new desire, and that was for him, rather than for these other things. And it just yeah. kind of became secondary. Some of this stuff mm-hmm. just kind of falls away. And it you know does. what? I, I found that as a Christian, I, I have to continue to come back to him on those things. Because That's, the, the minute that I think I'm doing great and I'm doing fine, some of those mm-hmm. old desires come back. Some of those yeah, old the, things, you know, they have a tendency just to kind of rear their ugly head in situations. You're like, whoa, where did that come from? Yep. But when I'm focused on God on a daily basis, when I'm when I'm when I'm seeking Him in His Word and praying to Him as a friend, then wow, those things really don't matter again. <laughs> just this 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 constant thing. Paul talks about that also, you know. The things that I want to do, I don't do sometimes. And the things that I don't want to do, those things I do. You know, mm-hmm. who will help me? And he says, well, blessed be the name of Christ who has, who is, you know, who is, who is, who is sacrificed that I would not have to deal with these things any longer. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the focus. You know, if I'm focused on me, then I start thinking, well, golly, that would be fun to do that over there. But if I'm focused on God, there's... I wouldn't want to sacrifice that closeness that I have with him. That's exactly right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so so thank you for taking time to explain that and to kind of go through that and, and kind of oh, confirm it. You know, sometimes I think people get tired of hearing me say things, and so it's good when somebody else says it too. <laughs> Anytime, man. You know, I talk so a lot t- about that at my at my concerts too. That's something that 
that uh, I, I believe I'm called to do in this world is wherever I'm at to encourage people to to lay off the stuff of this world and grab onto God and to follow Him with all your your strength that you can possibly muster and then ask Him for more strength to do uh-huh. so. You know, and um, okay, yeah, so talk of. Yeah. Talk about the benefit of doing that then. I mean, what's so great about God's plan? Oh man, it's the perfect plan. It's 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 the best plan that could possibly be for your individual life. Um there's there's nobody who knows you better, who understands you more and has you know the world outlined for that plan. If God created the world and he put people in the world because he had a plan for that world. Don't you think you, that's the kind of person you'd want to go to to figure out what you should do in your life or where you should go and, and the things that you should be, should be doing? And, um, and, and, if, and if that's the truth, and the Bible calls him a good God, a God who doesn't know any sin, who has not sinned, and can't even be around sin or, or missing the mark or doing things that are, that are bad, then, wow, man, then that's, that's, a, that's a good God. He doesn't mean yeah. evil for me. He doesn't. He doesn't mean anything bad to happen. Although those things come because we're in the world, he sustains us through those things. Right. Rather than just letting us go out and flounder, you know. Well, there's a there's a reason I think that he is likened as unto a father. Yeah. You know, which you, the Bible says, you know, if you as an evil person would give good things to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father want to give you good things? And he created us for a specific purpose on this earth, and there's no way that we're going to have happiness or peace if we go away from that purpose. It's like um, you know, a tool maker. You know, let's say he makes a screwdriver, but that screwdriver wants to be a hammer. You know, that that screwdriver is not going to be a very good hammer, but it's right, perfectly right. suited for the purpose that it's made. It will turn those screws perfectly. And, you know, that's an oversimplification, obviously, of, of how God has created us. But he's made each one of us for a specific purpose. And there's, there's only right. one Absolutely. way to have happiness and peace, and that's to, to follow that purpose. And it's a wonderful thing when you just finally give over to God and say, okay, God, use me as the tool that you designed me to be. Right. And I think it's, it's so awesome how God... Um, sets us up for that, you know. I mean, you're going through life, and all of a sudden you hear somebody talk about God. And then a couple of weeks later you hear somebody talk more about God or, or a plan for your life. And then a few days later the same thing keeps happening, and God is setting you up for a decision. And and so if you guys are listening out there and God is starting to do that to your life, man, listen. Listen, listen, listen to what's what's happening to you and around you because it's not – a coincidence at all. The God of the universe is trying to capture your heart in some way. Have you ever gone through the book from uh, Henry Blackaby, Experiencing God? Yes, I have, uh, actually. That yeah. book changed my life. Uh, <laughs> one of the things he said in there was that uh, if you hear conversation about God around you, that's him inviting you to become involved. Yeah. with him in one way or another because people don't just naturally talk about God that's not something that the the human normally does if he's not you know plugged into God right right and and so it's it's like you said it's not a coincidence if you hear a message or if you hear something that that piques your interest in God listen to that yeah, because absolutely. that's one of the ways that he chooses to contact very us. cool very cool so tell me about your family um the last time i i talked to you i think you had what two kids 
I, I, I did. <laughs> I have two kids. I have a, um, I have a little girl who was just born um, two days ago, actually. Oh, congratulations. Thank you very, very much. Um, her name is Macy, and she is beautiful. beautiful of course she beautiful. is. And uh, so now I have uh, a quiver of three, I guess you could say. <laughs> wow, how wonderful. So tell us about the kids other than the, the new one. Um, my oldest is four. His name's Caleb. And uh, my middle boy is Zarek with a Z. And he is... Uh, He's three, so we're uh, we're pretty happening household right now. <laughs> yes, you are. You have a very tired wife. Yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> is. She is. Actually, the boys are at camp grandma and grandpa's this week, so uh, oh, that's good. They get some time off, and uh, my, my wife gets some time off. I should say just to be with the baby. And, yeah. Uh, so it's it's phenomenal how the Lord has uh, blessed me with like, just a fantastic family and. And the responsibility that goes with that is, is almost overwhelming at some points, but I know it's for his purpose, you know. You know what? If you think about it, it's very easy to get overwhelmed. But then <laughs> yeah. when you just take it day to day, moment by moment, understanding and, and leaning on the promise that God said he will provide for all of our needs if we seek him, then it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You say, <laughs> I was just talking to a friend of mine at lunch and we were talking about the Lord's provision and, uh, um, I went I went full time um, when my other CD uh, came out um, uh, a year ago January so well I guess a year and a half now and um, amazing how God provided for my family um, week mm-hmm. to week month to month um, just not in the music industry it's feast or famine um, sure. <laughs> especially as an independent. Uh, it, you have to really be booking a lot of concerts to be able to provide for your family. Um, there were times when I had to take a part-time job or I had to take, you know, yeah, putting insulation in somebody's house for this week and things uh-huh. like that to get by. But just amazing how at the end of the year we looked at our finances and we're just like, oh, how in the world did we live? You know, how do we get by? Uh-huh. And look, we're fine. We've got food we've got clothing we've got everything that we could possibly need you know and yeah. i mean just just even going into my church and, and somebody giving me a thousand dollar check sitting in my mailbox wow just because god put it on their heart that you know we have the baby coming and that we could probably use that <laughs> it's just that's like, wonderful it's just unbelievable things like that <laughs> and being on on tour on the extreme tour last year and having uh having 24 dollars in my pocket to get home from the middle of Minnesota all the way to Indianapolis, Indiana, and not, not knowing when I got on stage where the money's going to come from to get home the next morning. And by the time I got off stage, I had sold five or six CDs, and, and somebody just gave me a lot of cash that was in their pocket. Is that right? <laughs> and I had, Unbelievable. I got my last, my last tank of gas at the exit getting off the highway to get to my house. <laughs> it was perfect. Man. It was perfect, and I was just <laughs> laughing the whole way home because God is just so good. And yeah, just uh, just takes care of us when we put our faith in Him, trust in Him. You know, He does, and and what a wonderful thing to know that we have a God that fulfills every promise He's ever made. Yeah, absolutely, no doubt. Yeah, and so that's that's something that really helps to build our own faith when we go through things like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh my goodness, my wife and I were just talking about that how. Oh, it's been a, a struggle, obviously, but it's really driven us to our knees just every yeah. every day, saying, "God, please help us in this situation. You know, please help us 
uh, we found out we're having a baby, we're just like, wow, <laughs> where, where is the money going to come for this, you know? Uh-huh. And, uh, and how God has just provided one step after another, after another, even, even though I've had to humble myself, you know, and take my pride, put my pride away and to, to, to ask for help and to see how God uses that in my own life, you know, it's just phenomenal, yeah, amazing. Yeah. That is a difficult thing for a man especially to, to set our, our pride aside. But, of course, pride is uh, one of the things that God really doesn't look too uh, fondly upon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, so the CD comes out when? Uh, August 8th. August 8th. And it's going to be in uh, the major Christian bookstore chains? Or? Yeah, it should be. It, it's um, it's going to be in Light Life bookstores, family Christian bookstores, um, and then lots of mom and pop chains, and uh, so just look for it at your at your local Christian bookstore. If if you don't see it there, just ask for it by name, Jeremy Yoder Vertical, and um, they can order it. They should be able to order it right from there. Now, will you have it available on your website? Yes, yes, it is going to be uh, available on my website and also um, ibbrecords.com on that website also. Well, Jeremy, thank you so much for your time today. God bless you, my friend and my brother. Not a problem at all. I appreciate you uh, asking me to come on today. And uh, if you guys are out there, you can visit my uh, website. It's jeremyyoder.com. Or as most people are beginning to call me now, Jeremy, because my name is spelled so strangely. And that's fine. You can call me whatever you like. And uh, um, Or you can visit IBB Records' website, ibbrecords.com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you guys, too. And I will also have a link on my show notes page to those websites as well. So uh, if you're driving and you don't want to stop your player and write that down, just go to LifespringPodcast.com and the links will be there as well. So uh, we're going to make it easy for people to find your stuff and to <laughs> learn more about you. Very cool, very cool. And it is a strange uh, spelling, so, you know, it's, uh, that's okay. Jer- I, I know several Jeremy's, but you're the only one that spells it the way you do, J-E-R-I-M-A-E. Well, but that's have, okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's my mom's <laughs> fault. You know, I just keep telling her she's Amish. She didn't know how to spell. And that's okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> she just laughs, gives me the evil eye. But no, she doesn't. She she wanted it to uh, to be spelled that specific way with M A E in it instead of the normal Jeremy way. But you actually, if you're out there, if you're listening in your car, you can get to my website at the regular spelling JeremyYoder.com too. G E R M Y. Yeah. Oh well, that was smart of you. Hey, you know, I didn't go through business stuff for nothing, I guess. So. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you just have a wonderful day, Jeremy, and God bless you, my brother, and I hope that the, the new CD just um, does really well for you. Well, I just I appreciate that so much, and I appreciate what you're doing out there, and may the Lord bless your ministry as you continue to, to seek after Him and to, to make His truth known, brother. I appreciate you so much. Jeremy, thanks so much for coming on the show and being a part of the LifeSpring podcast. May God bless you. Well, my friends, there you have it. 100 shows. Can you believe it? Because of God's incredible grace, today is the 100th episode of the LifeSpring Podcast. (laughs) That's amazing. In the past shows, we've interviewed about 30 guests and played music by about 100 artists. The shows have been downloaded well over a quarter of a million times by people in over 100 countries. LifeSpring has been featured on the front page of the local Riverside newspaper as well as on the front page of the New York Times. Along with Craig Patchett, founder of Godcast Network, I was interviewed on the Los Angeles number one radio station, KFI, by Leo Laporte. 
All of the above events are fun to remember, but not the reason LifeSpring exists. God called me to proclaim His name. Since the show started, I have received email from people around the world thanking God for how He's spoken through this podcast to their hearts. They've told me how they've been blessed, how questions they've had about Jesus have been answered. They've thanked me for telling them about God's love in a clear and simple way. God is somehow finding a way to touch people through this crazy little show that is put together by this sinner, saved by grace, in a converted spare bedroom in a tract home in Riverside, California. <laughs> Isn't God good? I thank Him daily for His marvelous and infinite grace. And I thank you for your prayers of support. I'm quite sure that without the faithful prayers of my brothers and sisters, the road would have been way more difficult than it has been. Please, please, don't stop now. I need your prayers more than ever. New opportunities are opening all the time, and we've talked about that already. And I really need God's guidance. With all the attention that's just now begun with the opening of Podshow Plus, more eyes and ears than ever are being brought to the LifeSpring family of podcasts. Please pray that God will bring listeners to this show that he has prepared to hear the gospel in a way that we share it on the LifeSpring podcast. The way I see it, 100 shows is just a start. Thanks, everybody. God bless you. Of all the music that I've played on the LifeSpring show, there is not one song that better expresses my feeling about what this show is all about than this song right here. This is my friend, Bob Bennett. I'd like to write a song of songs Convince you all that you should come along But I'll probably never live that long Still Jesus died for you Sit around Clever lines and toss them out as they dance through my mind. A sweeter love than peace you'll never find. Cause Jesus died for you. The best thing I can tell you is God loves you. I can say that from my heart. The best thing I can tell you is God loves you, and He sent His only Son as living proof. Now I can talk all night till I'm blue in the face, present my argument. State my case, but I'd rather tell you of His wondrous grace. Cause Jesus died for you. No, I can't talk about theology, or dabble in some deep philosophy. Cause it all comes down. What was done on Calvary when Jesus died?
loves you I can say that from my heart I know it's the truth The best thing I can tell you Is God loves you And to send His only Son Who's living through Touch Productions Podcast.